wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Another morning. Another day to be thankful, grateful, and just enjoy as much as you can. One thing that is hard to enjoy at the same time is when you have regret. Living with regret and dying with regret. It is something that can eat you alive mentally and physically. Now there's many, many different types of regret, but I'm talking on the lines of things that you can't take back, things that can't be undone, unsaid, actions that you should have done or were done. How that follows you, follows you, follows you, follows you, can follow you to your grave to where you cannot rest in peace. I have a lot of regret. I have a lot of regrets over the years that really didn't become regrets until I understood, understood what exactly is going on. The mechanics of everything. What was needed, what happened, the results. To this day, one of my biggest was not going to see someone. Someone that was very dear, very close, not blood, but like family. I met this person. We got along, partied, hung out, went to visit, and they ended up passing. Now, don't get me wrong, the regret is not the death part. We all have to come to terms with that. It's a part of life. We live to die. But the regret, the pain, the hurt, is that I am the one who came up with the idea. And I'm sure there are many, many, many out there who wished they would have answered the phone, sent a message, went and visit someone, made time for that person, and poof, they're gone. As for me, I was, I was the one who made that decision. And I wanted to gather people. But due to 
certain circumstances, it did not go as planned. I wanted to see this person before the end of the year. Something told me. That's why I came up with the idea. And I had the means to do so on my own without the others. But I thought it would have been better as a group. Keep in mind, I'm still in contact, talking, texting, picture sharing. This is my best friend. And not even two months later to find out that she was gone. And that hurt. That hurt so bad because the only thing that kept replaying in my mind, the only thing that kept stabbing me in my sides, crushing my heart, was the fact that I should have went. I, who came up with the idea, who put the cards on the table, should have said, fuck what you heard, I'm going to go. But I didn't. And that haunts me, and it will probably haunt me to the day I die. But I have accepted it. I accepted it. It didn't seem real. It did not seem real. Buying the plane tickets, getting a suit with the appropriate colors. Once we were even there in that state, it still did not sink in. It was more of, I'm going to see this person. Wish something. I it nothing sunk in. Not a tear would fall from my eyes. The greatest denial. The greatest denial. It wasn't until I was in the home. Emptied out. Remembering the last time I was there with everyone and we partied, we had fun, we enjoyed life and that person was so happy, so fucking happy to have all of us there, the ultimate high and all of those memories came back and when I saw the urn put everything into a greater perspective. And the tears started to flow. I remember saying, so they're really gone. As if I didn't understand the means of death, what it means when someone transcends. Because a part of me did not want to believe it that 
opportunity that maybe if I would have came and saw them, maybe this would not have happened. Someone that I had known for more than 10 years, no longer here. And to make the pain even worse, is how we found out that that person was already gone. We were more than a week late. So not even being able to see them off, to say a final goodbye. I love you, I miss you, I'm sorry. None of that could be And I know there are those out there to this day who still beat themselves up, degrade themselves, make themselves an impenetrable force or wallow in all of their sorrows at the thoughts and the memories of that person, whether it be family, friend, lover, the main thing is that an opportunity was squandered, you'll never get that again. And until you transcend, you will not meet that person again. Or so it says, but we know how the spiritual world works. <laughs> but, and as I continue to wallow, anytime I heard that artist play and the songs of that artist are so caring, filled with emotion, and it makes me want to cry. It makes me think about all of the fun times, good and bad, over all of the years and what has come about it. There was love. There was everlasting love there. And it's gone. And it's gone. And I had the power. I had the will, I had the means, and I failed myself because I did not do what I said I wanted to do. Others' opinions, others' actions, words, and so forth changed my decision, changed what I said that I was going to do. And as time went along, because it has been more than two years now, I started thinking of ways to honor, to help that regret. Many of those did not think of this. It never came across their mind because they were too busy feeling sorry for themselves. Thinking of the good memories, but being sad 
knowing damn well that is not what this person would have wanted you to do with your life. They would want you to continue to live as if they were still here. Keep their memory close. Cherish that time. Do not make regret the main thing that is attached to them and their name. That is dishonoring. So that is what I do. I still get a little teary-eyed. But I think of all the good. How she lived. How he lived. How they lived. That's what needs to be the focus. Oh, they enjoyed life. They were the life of the party. There was never a dull moment. They wanted the best. They wanted to be cheery, happy. Honor their memories. Many, many never came to this conclusion. You want to fix that regret? Never forget them. Honor, cherish their memories. Pray to them. Ask them for forgiveness. Plead your case to them. Let them know your intentions. You can say it all day to the people that are still here. But you need to let it be known to them. When you get that time to yourself, get on your knees and pray. You can walk and pray. You can stand, sit. As long as you let it all out. Even though they're watching, still tell them about what's been going on in your life. Talk to them. Communicate still. You don't need a response. Because you already know they are listening. It'll help them. It'll heal them even more. Because they are missing us just as well. The people who made an impact in our lives. Whether it was good or bad. There's some part of us that affected them in some way. Now whether you are cursing out the motherfucker that passed before because you weren't able to before or you're telling how much you love and cherish don't let that regret sit and fester it'll ruin your life it'll take away that bright smile of that person who is not here do not tarnish their memories Do not blame yourself. We do not control death. We do not control life. We are just a part of that cycle. I'll say it again. We do not control death. We do not control life. We are just a part of that cycle. That's what we are. And I am sorry. I'm sorry I didn't come. I'm sorry I didn't go when it was my idea.
I am forever sorry. But I know you're watching. I have a special place in our sanctuary that you will be honored, forever remembered, forever remembered. <laughs> and you will be most pleased. I was invited into your home and now you can spend whatever days you want in mine. Watch my kids grow. They will know about you. They will understand how you affected my life. The good, the bad, all of it. Because you were another part of my life that got me to where I am. That's what we're healing today. That regret. All of those thoughts and issues of not doing, not being not prioritizing correctly. There are those that still long for the love of a parent. I, for one, never knew my father. Regretted not knowing, hated the family members that could have came and gotten me, could have gotten to know me, could have expanded that side of my family. But it never happened. And eventually, I got over it. But I have said a prayer to my father. I have asked for him to be healed. That is a part of getting over that regret. Whether you had control of it or not, you didn't, you weren't loved ideally by your mother or your father or your auntie. But you're a grown adult now. It might not have been the idea loved, but you made it through. Whether they were foul words, and I'm not condoning the abuse of children or anyone in that nature. But if you can be a grown adult in your 30s, 40s, 50s or higher. And if you still hold on to that feeling, you need to understand that though it wasn't idea, you made it to this day. When you were two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, you wasn't paying bills. You weren't, you didn't have a job. You weren't cooking, properly cleaning and all of these things like that. That person still did something. So you can thank them for that. Even though you did not love me the way that I wanted you to love me. Or the way that I saw other people being loved. I thank you that you still provided for me. Listen to what I said. 
even though you did not love me the way that I wanted to be loved or the way I saw other people loved, you did provide for me some type of nourishment. And as I got older, so thank you for that. Thank you for what you provided. Don't regret what wasn't. Take what you have. Pray. Talk. Vocalize, verbalize, whatever words you want to use. But we can't keep holding on to that. We can't. We can't, we can't, we can't. Let them see your true potential, how you will carry on, how they can live vicariously through you and the tales until you yourself transcend and you see them again. Amen.